And we talk now about the chipping. The chipping is a must-be at the top. They've thought about this for about 50 years, too, how they'd have to ever get a way to control every single individual. And so they opted for their faith. Their faith is in science, high science that the public are unaware of generally, because all we get at the bottom is the bottom level, which is generally obsolete by the time the military-industrial complex has been through with it. And then it's given to the public in the forms of microwave ovens and stuff like that. It might surprise you that the Germans were using microwave technology at big time in World War II, and they led the world on it, and the general public never heard about much about it until they were given the microwave much, much later on to cook their, uh, their pretty awful food and the stuff that they give you for microwaving, the stuff that you can't live on, even bacteria won't live in it. So it's pretty bad stuff. But they put their, their faith in chips, and they were testing chips out on military members, unbeknownst to them, of course, guys who go going for minor operations or abscesses in the spine and stuff like that, in the, in the spinal area, and they put these little chips in, and suddenly all over Europe and different countries there was a brand new psychiatric phenomenon where these guys who'd been in the military would hit the bottle or something else, then you'd find out maybe a year later as to why they were drinking themselves to death, and instead of to stop the voices. And they'd tell you it was stupid, and they didn't believe it themselves, and they knew how they'd react if someone else told them about it, which is not what a psychotic person does. A psychotic person, uh, would they're unable to see themselves as others see them. They have no insight into their condition. They hear people telling you with tears in their eyes that they had chips put in, even though they didn't want to believe it themselves, they thought a chip was controlling them remotely by a computer somewhere. And most of the public hadn't even heard of computers back in the 60s. They thought there were these big, massive things with big tapes running. They kept showing us on television to fool us all. And, and that was what they were doing. They were, they were testing these things out remotely at distances back in the 60s and 70s. Brand new, brand new psychiatric phenomenon. Before that, schizophrenia used to manifest uh, along the lines of those things which caused terror or inhibitions and guilt complexes. So it was mainly religious phenomena. And suddenly it changed into electronic phenomena. And the computer chip and having implants and this kind of thing. And lo and behold, they're all ready to go. We know that because they've had the meetings at Loyola University about chipping everyone ultimately in the brain. But to get us used to that idea, we must do a step-by-step process as we adapt and adapt. That's how sheep are. You don't scare the sheep. The shepherd knows how to, to approach them, make things familiar to the sheep. Any, anything that's new, he'll introduce it from a distance and bring it closer every week or so. And the sheep eventually think it's all part of their structure. Just as we do, too, Skinner said it himself, to alter the people. All what you have to do is alter something and things within and outside of them, in other words, in their environment, get them used to it, like computers, stuff like that. And we adapt to it without any fear whatsoever. Now, the various chip companies had a lot of publicity from different quarters. And it's an interesting name, very, you'll find that in all high Masonic stuff to do, has a few meanings. It's not just truth, it's also to do with light as well, and things like that. And the very chip has been pushed. Now, I'm sure the company that makes it will be a CIA front organization, a real corporation run by the CIA. 
and started up by the CIA. All the top technology companies are owned by and started up by your your secret services, MI6, CIA, Mossad, and so on. That, that's the facts of it. They can't allow anything to come up from the grassroots and really compete because they might find something uh, that's outside the paradigm and sell it to the public and give power to the public. So they must be always in charge of all technology. They said that during the Cold War. That's what most of it was about, supposedly. Those at the highest technology and secrets would win the war. And now the war is on the whole planet, all of us. We are the enemy. The old-fashioned people with ideas are antiquated, and uh, even some strange ones like independence and personal independence and stuff like that. So this uh, this chip, we know that they've given the chips to, uh, I think it was the Badger Club started it off. One was in Holland, one was in Spain, but it's really owned by a company supposedly in California. And the guy who heads it just happens to have worked he was working for donkey's years with the the the, C, the the NSA National Security Agency. He's the guy that runs the Badger Clubs, and they implant young people with these little chips in their forearm. So that's them getting used to the idea of cashless society. And they can charge that chip with so many credits or whatever, which they spend at the bar or and they spend to get in, without having to pull anything out of their pocket, even plastic. And it's given snob appeal as well as to much much you can hold. And that works very well too. Get them used to the idea. Then we get movies. We get cartoons now with superheroes with chips in them, special powers. And so it must be very appealing to the youth who actually think they're going to be given gratis some special powers by a ruthless elite that's run the world for thousands of years. Boy, there's hope, eh? And here's an article because the next target they're going after is, are the diabetics. Now, they've already gone after certain people with Alzheimer's, etc., in some of the U.S. states, maybe across the world for all I know. But I know they've been after Alzheimer's place patients. It's going to help them. If they get lost, we'll find them. They really care about Alzheimer's patients, you see. Well, it's always done under caring. They, they, they really worry. These are the guys who talk about useless eaters who, who can't contribute to society, and, and yet they tell us by the other side of their forked tongue that they care about you, the poor unfortunates. Well, they're going after the, the diabetics now, and this is from an article uh, for diabetics. It's uh, diabetesincontrol.com. The article is 3776. And it says here, very chip, uh, patient ID implantable, very med, very med, it's a very chip, actually, very med features very chips patented FDA cleared human implantable RFID microchip. Unlike traditional forms of identification, the very chip can't be lost. Oh, isn't that wonderful? It can't be lost, stolen, misplaced, or counterfeited. I guess they could chop your arm off or wherever they put it. Because it's inserted under the skin, it's always there when you, when you need it. Always there when you need it. Here's your little slogans from the marketing companies, regardless of where other kinds of identification might be. Using a handheld reader, healthcare professionals are able to secure the access of patients' unique ferry chip ID number, which can be looked up in a designated secure healthcare information database. These are from the same guys that can hack through anything and tell you there's no, there's no such thing on the Internet as secure. In fact, the security agencies tell us that themselves. 
because they, back in the 90s, passed a law that every computer, every fax machine, every phone must be accessible by its security agencies, the NSA. They must be made that way and have chips in them that allow them to be accessible by these agencies. So here's the same, same idea, the same people behind the spare chip telling you that there's going to be a designated secure healthcare information database, allowing them to immediately take the safest course of action. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? The people who want to kill off all what they term as useless eaters care about the poor unfortunates. And it's an old story too. Uh, they're coming in for members of the pack, just like Wolves Circle. They look for the, for the ones who are older, uh, weaker, lamer, the young ones first. And they come in fast and they pull it down. And so they come in that way, not all at once to kill everyone in the, in the herd. They just take out certain ones here. And the rest of the herd really uh, just breathe a sigh of relief when they're left alone. And we, we act exactly the same way. Well, whether that's them, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm doing okay. And that's how it works. Very simple. First, the Alzheimer's, then all senilities, and then they go for babies too, by the way, in, in some states, like California, and put one in the heel. And then you go for another type and another type and another type until we all have it. And then once you have that, you see, well, what's the big deal about getting one that's active? How do you know these ones aren't active chips that can be broadcast back and forth through cell phones? Hmm? Do you trust them that much? Verily not. Back with more after these messages. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. He's five foot two and he's six feet four. He fights with missiles and with spears. He's all of 31, and he's only 17. He's been a soldier for a thousand years. He's a Catholic, a Hindu, an atheist, a Jain, a Buddhist and a Baptist and a Jew. And he knows he shouldn't kill, and he knows he always will. Kill you for me, my friend, and me for you. He's fighting for Canada, he's fighting for France, he's fighting for the USA, and he's fighting for the Russians, and he's fighting for Japan, and he thinks we'll put an end to war this way, and he's fighting for democracy, he's fighting for the Reds, he says it's for the peace of all. He's the one who must decide who's to live and who's to die. And he never sees the writing on the wall. But without him, how would Hitler have condemned him at Laval? Without him, Caesar would have stood alone. 
He's the one who gives his body as a weapon of the war. And without him, all this killing can't go on. He's the universal soldier, and he really is to blame. His orders come from far away no more. They come from here and there, and you and me. And brothers, can't you see? This is not the way we put the end. Hi, I'm Alan Watt, cutting through the matrix. And sure enough, uh, that last song will always be eternally true as long as we have eternal, young, foolish men who want to be part of the team and be a hero. That's just the way it is. Tribalism is used against them by those who know how to do it. We're going to go to the callers now, and we've got Jim from Texas on the line. Are you there, Jim? Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah uh, I've called into the show before, and seems when I call, I always forget to ask you. I was wondering if you still talk to Effie. Oh, yeah. Uh, once, uh, once, once, once in a blue moon, though, but I haven't had much time the last few weeks. Well, she's still, uh, I guess she's still getting along there. I hope so. I hope so. I know. I mean, she's uh, she moved into an area when she was retiring, thinking that'd be her little haven, only to find out that uh, the big planners had decided to put a big suburb run about her. These big flashy mansions that they, you know, the old houses aren't good enough. And um, mansions, yeah. yeah, and then you have the noise and all the rest of it, and the people that can't sit still, they're always driving all night and day to go out for a, a half pound of sugar or something. They don't like shopping lists anymore. They like to go out. For everything that they buy, you know, tea bags, etc., one after the other. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I was just going. I really enjoyed her. Uh, it's kind of like that was food for the soul, I guess. Kind of some of her talks. Yeah, guess, it's uh, unusual to find people today that are elderly and have still have wisdom to pass down, because they they were thinkers as they lived. They didn't just react to things, they thought things through, they observed and watched and realized and understood the cons that were going on and they, at one time that's how we all survived, the elderly were looked up to because they hadn't created a youth culture the youth culture has been promoted so that anyone who's not a youth anymore is over the hill and not to be listened to that was all intentional, it was written about and unfortunately, we now have people going into old age homes who really have no wisdom to pass on. They've, been, they've gone through the artificial society and have nothing really to tell the youngsters because they were not aware of what was happening through their own lives. We've been under scientific indoctrination for a long time now. Say, But uh, before I go, I'll let you know, I know you don't watch the television, but I thought it was funny how... Seen some commercials the other day, and they got a couple of shows coming on. One, they hook each other up to lie detector testing. Oh yeah, it's all hilarious, and everybody has a good time, and they ask each other questions in the machine. You know, it's never wrong. Yeah. And uh, the other one, they had uh, American Gladiators coming back. I couldn't believe. Oh it. yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was. Uh, I thought somebody was kidding with that one, but sure enough, they got some some gladiators going to battle it out for everybody. Yeah, eventually they'll go into the, the the sort of running man type scene, and that'll be fair for the public because they completely make us completely degenerate. It's already almost there with the, with these reality shows. No, yeah, it's already there. Uh, yeah. They can't go much further. 
But yeah, and also this, I, this idea with the lie detector is because uh, they're going to put these stations, these new as, as magnetic uh, imaging, resonance imaging stations up, which are basically the same things, and they, they, can, uh, they can observe which parts of your brain are working. So it's all used to seeing them, because shortly they're going to be through towns and cities and the entrances of buildings and stuff like that. No, That's yeah, why they're showing us these shows. Yeah. Know, they're fun, and everybody's laughing, and the machine's always yeah. right, no one's got secrets anymore, and everything's great. That's right. Uh, yeah, they won't, they, won't, they won't show you some cop standing there and tasering you to death if you get it all wrong, you know, if you lie. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, not yet. That's the key thing. But, uh, all right. Well, I'll let you go, Anna. You take I'll care. Bye. Right. Now we've got Laura from Maine. Are you there, Laura? Hello, Laura? Is Laura there? I guess not. Is Andrea there? Laura or Andrea? Nope, no one's home. So I'll continue and maybe they'll get back on the line. As reading on here. But anyway, we'll see what happens. So that, yeah, all these reality shows are getting us used to, to acclimatize, they call it acclimatized. Uh, subconsciously almost, you don't think consciously through things. Again, it's done as entertainment. You don't question entertainment. You see, you just get downloaded with an idea, and then you'll see it around you, and you'll think it's all quite natural. And that's our sad uh, state of affairs, but that's how it works in reality. And these reality shows are given to the public, especially for the youth, uh, is to get them used to giving all their data out, actually showing off like little actors and actresses, so everyone can be an actress and an actor uh, and let everyone else in, the, in their community as they push communitarianism, as they call it, the term coined by Poppy Bush, that's Bush Sr. He, he, he termed the, coin, the, the, the phrase communitarianism, not quite communism, but communitarianism to make it sound better because all your data is going to be shared with all those in your community and you'll be made to be happy to put it all out there. Isn't that wonderful? The end of privacy. Who needs privacy? Only uncouth people, primitive people need privacy, even though they fought war after war to try and get their privacy back in previous generations. Now they're being trained to give it all up. We don't need it anymore because we live in such an advanced culture. We're civilized today, very, very civilized. It's not a sad thing, sad state of affairs. But, uh, uh, yeah, is Laura there? I'm getting readings. Hello? Unless they're not coming through. Or Andrea. Hello. Hello. Who's that? This is Andrea. I just had two um, questions. Uh-huh. Um, I meant to ask the other time I called, but you were talking about like moving out of um, the continent and everything, and I'm trying to graduate by 20, 2012. What is that? Too late. It's hard to say because I know that 2010 that was the agreed date for the amalgamation, the final signing. Uh, then once that's done, uh, they started in 2005 and there's another five to go. Uh, the annual ones to sign and they were totally integrated. Hold on and we'll go into that after this break.
Hi folks, Alan Watt back, cutting through the matrix. And sure enough, it can't go on, it's not meant to go on. The signs are all around you, and to say the public think it doesn't somehow concern them. Each person within the public thinks that must be all about someone else. Because I'm special, I'm special, I'm charmed, I live a charmed existence. That's how easy it is to bring it all down. And we're talking to Andrea from Texas on that very problem. When, when should we get out to the country? Because we can see it coming down now. And I don't think there's a week passing that they don't have the, you know, those big holy guys, the, the, the expert class, come out and tell us that there's, there's going to be a plague and it's coming and it's just around the corner. We've been hearing that for the last oh, eight years now, ten years, like a drumbeat. They just know, these guys can't predict anything, supposedly, judging by past experience, but they just know it's just around the corner. And they know that this particular virus that hits the poultry in the Far East and the fowl, the waterfowl, is going to do 5,000 jumps in mutation right to the very one that's going to affect humans. They, they just know it's going to happen. And, of course, they'll know that because it's been designed that way. I was reading an article where... They say they can actually design from scratch uh, a virus, a killer virus, in these big laboratories for warfare purposes. They can do it in an hour now. How was that? Huh? Child's play. Are you still there, Andrea? Hello? Hello, yeah. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Okay, you can't hear me. I'm okay. Um, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're um, I was asking, um, well, I hope. I hope that's in enough time. But speaking about the avian flu, I picked up a microbiology book, and they had the um, um, a little computer graphic of the avian flu virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that. And the other question was: Was Loyola University is that the one in Louisiana? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's odd because my um, grandfather was one of the first. Well, I, I guess one of the first batches of black lawyers to graduate from there in the fifties. Yes. Yeah, Loyola University, uh, they brought out, they've had annual meetings there on the brain chip alone. It's for the last, uh, oh, six years now. And they bring the big, heavy uh, technicians and the big scientists that deal with biotechnology and microchipping and so on. And for the first few uh, meetings they had, they did publish uh, on, on the university internet, their findings. I did get 600 pages from the first one. I got it on a disc somewhere, and then they go on and they chop out all the, the tasty bits for the public. But um, it's, it's going to be mandatory eventually to get a brain chip. It's all set to go. They said that at the first meeting, and they have regional computers set up, the big super creative computers already set up that they can handle uh, millions of people within each region. They call it regions. And you'll be basically a, a robot. This, in fact, the guy from Tokyo said, think of it more like the hive, the beehive. There'll be no such thing as the, even the ability to comprehend individualism or, or comprehend your distinct, separate individual. It says you'll hear the humming of, and the whispering of voices going through your head from the supercomputer to others around you and going back through you to the supercomputer from the, the people. And that's going to be their utopia. This is fact. This, this is fact. And it was sponsored and paid for by Europe, the Department of Commerce. The public paid for all these meetings. 
and Newt Gingrich was given a little job. They always get jobs for the boys, you see, when they go out of politics. Again, they're technocrats, really. And he's supposedly at least in the titular charge of this particular project. Yeah. And um, places to go. I remember you mentioning Spain, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's Spain and northern India. I've actually kind of like those places, but that was all the questions I had for you. Yeah, it's going to be big changes, and uh, most folk, you know, will not even attempt to, to go and live. Most folk could not even live in what they think of, uh, like northern India, a third world, is, is from their point of view. But believe you well, me, I've always had um, a slight obsession with, like as, as a young child, with UNESCO, um, you know, the Gypsy, the Roma, you know, yes. information about that. And I remember I heard your piece on Christmas and everything. I love to dance too, and I've done mm-hmm. a little bit of Franco and stuff. Yeah, but I was talking yeah, to my mom and, it, and pointed out the chemtrails to her, and she admitted it. Yeah, she you're probably right. And I told her, you know, I, I was thinking about leaving, and she was like, I'll just stay here. You know, I know God got a plan, and she went off on that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, religion is very good. It doesn't matter if it's new age or old age or or old new age or whatever. It, 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 the predictive programming built into the religions that makes them obedient and stay where they are. Thinking again that something bigger is in control which is going to do it all for them and save them and uh, that's how it works uh, the new ages have been taught for years they can create their own reality just by wishing it to happen and the other major mainstream uh, religions teach them that uh, they can't fight this system because it's God's will in other words it's God's plan God's playing chessboard with himself here and so if you fight the system or try to alter it you're going against God and, and don't worry, it's all God's plan, and he's going to save you at the last minute. So it's, it's, it works so well for, for those in control, you see. Because, like you've been saying, because you're that special. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? It is, you know, and especially to see the people that you love and everything. Yeah. I remember another caller saying, you know, how some people would know that they'd stay and go ahead and go down or whatever. But I just... Yes. I just, I just yeah. can't see myself doing that. It's, it's very sad. It's, very. it's terribly sad, but it's, it's predictive programming. And, and religions have always been used down through the thousands of years for the same purpose, unfortunately. Well, thanks for calling. All right, talk to you later. Yeah, and, and that's why I don't... Uh, I mean, I've had one fellow last night, he, he, I knew who it was because he'd been emailing like crazy, trying to convince me that Jesus was... was uh, who he said he was and all the rest of it existed and yada 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 and I, I won't argue the exoteric with people so I, I'll tell everyone that right now I don't argue the exoteric with people the exoteric is meant for mass movements and for behavior control purposes always with good nice stories on the exoteric uh, to give you a, a form of living so you, you're very obedient and you don't buck the system. But it's not the esoteric. The esoteric gives you the, the inner meanings of religions. And it's always the ones who follow the exoteric who want to argue. And they want you to be the same as them. That's really what they're phoning up for. Now, there's nowhere in the New Testament you'll find Jesus chasing after the, the, the young man who wanted to join them but wouldn't give up his wealth and all the rest of it or his family. He didn't go chasing after him, hounding him across the desert, saying, join me, join me, join me, or you're cursed. No, he didn't. 
you see and Christians should remember that should remember that that once you've offered whatever you think you're offering once be, be content with that you don't go and, and, and try to mind bomb the person and, to, and beat them into complying with you that's being, that's being a control freak we have enough control freaks in the world already that's part of the problem that's why all this is happening because of control freaks you see and when you follow the exoteric you'll find it impossible to live and let live especially unfortunately in the western version of Christianity because it was hand in glove from the beginning when Rome took it over Rome was already an empire a governmental empire and it married massive governmental programming with a religion and made sure the people complied to be obedient and it's all exoteric you see and it's very comforting to people too to think that little old me is going to be whisked off into a cloud somewhere at the last minute and out of all the millions and millions and millions of Christians are out there I'll be one of these 144,000 who will get saved you know it's, it's very comforting to think that. And, and, I'm, and I'm happy. I'm very happy for those who are comforted. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for you. But please keep your happiness to yourself. I have my own type of happiness. And I, I, I enjoy understanding. If, if the truth was so hard to seek and find in Jesus' day, how hard do you think it is today? How hard do you think it is today? And if you truly believe in an arch enemy called Satan, don't you think he'd attack a holy book first and get it all changed? I would if I was Satan. Back with more after these messages. Listening to We the People Radio Network. Hi, folks. I'm Alan Watt, and we're cutting through the matrix. And it's such a it's everything. It's your whole reality. It's your custom. It's your, it's your, the fads that you go through. It's your fashion. It's your music. It's how your children relate to you or not relate to you anymore because of their scientific indoctrination. It's everything that you now think is normal. That's the matrix. And eventually they'll take you into the one you can't get out of, which is the brain chip. But it'll be sold to you it's something you can walk in and out of and have great fun initially until everyone's got it. Then they'll pull the main switch and there's, there's no more you. Kaput, gone, zap. Now there's bliss, bliss, no more. There can be peace in the planet, peace forever, peace forever. A thousand years of peace, they say. That's what they say at the top, a thousand years of peace. But no one can cause them at the top any problems. Now we've got Ben from Japan on. Are you there, Ben? Hello, Ben. 
Hello, Ben. Are you there? From Japan. Yes, go ahead. Yes, this is Ben. Um, um, I saw an interesting TT pro program in Japan about, um, like about a microchip where they, I think they connect something to your ear yep. and it's for video games. Yes. And another person had, had, another person had um, kind of like a handheld control similar to controlling a, uh, a remote control car. Yes. And um, when the person would adjust the handheld control, the test object would either stumble to the left or stumble to the right. Uh, yeah. It would affect his coordination and balance. That's correct. I've read about it. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And it was marketed to for people who are, who are video game addicts so that they would the best thing for video games where you play the video game and it's so much more better because if you're on a motorbike in the video game and you turn a corner, the corner your body would actually lose balance and stumble to, stumble to the right. Yes, it, 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 it affects your spatial ability. They, they tested this out years ago in, in Canada, in fact, at Waterworld here. And they had, they had a game you could strap yourself into, like a virtual reality game, and put a helmet on you, and you could walk up walls in the game and across ceilings. And then when they let the people go, they found out that their spatial ability was so distorted, they adapted so quickly to do impossible things, that when they got into their cars, they couldn't judge distances or speeds, and they were crashing into people. So you're quite right. The brain adapts so quickly to this kind of, of uh, treatment. Uh, that that uh, your coordination is, is completely put off. And if you turn to the right afterwards, you, you might go all round the, the way in a complete spin. You'll spin right round 360 degrees, and you didn't mean to. So that's exactly what Joseph Delgato did with his testing on the bull with, with brain chips, in fact, uh, back in the 70, early 70s from the FBI. Yeah. yeah, it was quite amazing because the guy had the control in his hand, so it was like... Controlling a guy's sense of balance was like remote controlling a, a car. Exactly. Uh, a car. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, that's what Joseph Delgado did, only he had the little remote, and he controlled the bull that was charging towards him. He could make it stop, turn right or left, and do whatever he wanted to. So, so it's the same old technology being rehashed as something brand new uh, to get us used to the idea. But I understand in Japan, too, they've not got a cell phone. They're, they're testing on some individuals where they'll put the, the, the speaker actually embedded in your ear and, and the earlobe, and they've got another one with, with the hearing piece in the other earlobe, uh, and that's another step closer to familiarize us with getting an actual chip in our head, obviously. Yeah, I, I thought that might be uh, one of the ways that they would um, uh, market it to people, for, as you were saying before, about marketing the brain chip, yeah. Yes, it will be. You're right. Yeah. Also, I, I, I noticed, noticed that for anyone who wants to know, Japan has lots of chemtrails that are often pretty heavy. Yes, I know. I know you're getting it too, big time. So is China, in fact, some places in China. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Have you ever heard of the, a Cloudbuster? Um, uh, oh, yeah. They sell all kinds of gimmicks uh, uh, from yeah. the same companies that sold the, the UFO uh, non abduction equipment back in the 60s and 70s. They'll, they'll sell you anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what's your opinion about that? And, you know, Wilhelm, Wilhelm Reich, who was put in jail and then killed on one day before he was released, uh, it's quite interesting. I just don't know, uh, you know, it's hard to tell what to think, you know, about that technology, about Orgon, one generator, and cloud and stuff like that. Believe you me, uh, 
anything they, they allow to be sold to the public is going to be ineffective against that which they're already using. Uh, I know for a fact that um, they're using harp, uh, incredible frequencies in harp. You can find it on the shortwave radio if you scan through it. You'll, you'll hear the harp booming away there 24 hours per day. And sometimes at night you'll see it rippling across the sky with a strobe-like effect every one second or so. So they're already oh, using wow. the technology. Uh, yeah, they're, they're using it. And you can see it sometimes maybe 2 or 3 a.m. if you stay up. And, and you'll see it rippling across the sky, especially if it's cloudy and sprayed at the same time. Wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I thought you might find interesting is if you go onto YouTube and, and do a search for Clinton mind control, yeah. uh, there's this uh, video of Bill Clinton acting very strange, like he's in a, a trance, and, and very uh, interesting to watch, and it makes you maybe Bill Clinton was just mind controlled like a pop puppet. Well, what I do uh, know is that they, 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 have, uh, they have technology, and it's based on the same stuff that was shown on CBC uh, television. The CIA had equipment from the 1950s where they could actually put thoughts into your head or music or words, but they also had the same technology on a different frequency which could affect the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. They could make you throw up, for instance, uh, immediately projectile vomiting, exactly what you saw Bush Sr. doing with uh, at the president of Japan a few years back. He sat down and it was instantaneous. It can make you double up, in fact. And this has been used, it's been demonstrated in the European Parliament uh, by Dr. Nick Bagage because they, some of those in the Parliament thought this equipment was being used on them. This is, this is an established fact. This stuff exists, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, thank you uh, very much, Alan. Uh, thanks for calling. Uh, you're welcome. Have a great day. You too. So, yeah, we're getting sprayed from all over. Japan, China is getting out with teachers in China who keep you informed. And uh, some people in Australia are not getting it. In some areas, some in other areas are getting it. And I keep remembering, it makes me think, you know, because I know that a few years in the newspaper, a few years ago, they talked about a part of Australia where they were building a complex for the the continuity of government should anything happen in the northern hemisphere and it was the United States that was behind it. Now I'd imagine they'd use storms and harp to get the inhabitants off that particular area so no doubt uh, uh, wherever they've had recent storms or, or hurricanes is the area they want cleared of habitation for their main projects. Uh, so much is happening in the world is quite amazing but I think personally it's not Planet X. They keep wheeling out Planet X every few years. They tried that in 2001, and they knew darn well it was uh, uh, one of the closest conjunctions with Mars and, and Earth that happened for thousands of years, and all these goons are going outside being distracted looking for a Planet X. It just happened to be Mars, which happened to be on the mainstream media, but these people were listening to conspiracy sites, which, which are run by the CIA and MI6 to keep people totally distracted into the wrong areas. And uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, the resurrected Planet X again, and here's all the yo-yos looking up to space rather than looking at the media and what's happening around them. Great distractions uh, that they pull out of the bag every so often. Now, I think we've time for Eric in Massachusetts. Are you there, Eric? Hello, Eric? Are you there? No, I guess not. So... So try and use your own wits, your own sensibilities, your own, use your own perceptions. Figure things out for yourself. That's what your eyes are for. 
That's what your ears are for, and that's what your third eye, which happens to be your mind, you see. That's the real third eye, is your mind. Use it yourself. Wild animals do it. Wild animals do it all the time. Anything different in their environment, and they're very wary. Anything at all, they're wary of, and that's how they survive. The domesticated ones are easily fooled. That's why they've been purposely inbred to be domesticated. And with human beings, we've had more work done on it than any other species, especially in the last 100 years with inoculations, alteration of food, uh, fluoride in the water, and all the other beauties they gave us to, to help us progress. It's called progress, you see. And it is progress for the elite's point of view because they want a dumb, silly, uh, weak population uh, a population is coming down with juvenile arthritis now. Uh, oh, boy, it's quite amazing. It's quite amazing. And autism is shooting up. And don't be misled just by the mercury. It's what's actually in the vaccine that's doing it, that's targeting the brain. And I'm sure it's been designed to do that in these early inoculations that they're all given. That's what Arthur Kosler talked about, ways to lobotomize that part of the brain that is the ghost in the machine. The ghost in the machine is you. You, your specific individual uniqueness, your personality, that which is you. From Hamish, my dog, and myself from up here in Ontario, Canada, it's good night. And may your God, or your gods, go with you. <laughs>